0: Welcome to episode 24 of Founders Gyan. Each week, we bring you the inspiring story of a startup and the founder behind it. This week, we are featuring another young founder. He is Varun Maya, one of the founders and CEO of Jobspire.net, that is Jobspire.net. Jobspire is a company that aims to showcase startup companies' culture and to help both startups and potential employees find a good match with each other. Varun has had previous experience in the startup world in the form of Sizer, that is sizr.com and is also a full-stack developer and a very technical person. We had a great time in putting this interview together and what's more, we were joined by Varun's pet dog for the interview since it was Bring Your Pets to Work Day when we did this interview. Do check out the show notes over at wwwfoundersgancom slash EP24 and also the top listened podcasts at foundersgan.com slash top. Before we move on to the show, I just want to give a quick shout-out to my sponsor, Bangalore Chess Academy. If you are interested in learning chess from a pro, do check out www.bangalorechess.com. That is B-A-N-G-A-L-O-R-E-C-H-E-S-S.com. They offer all sorts of coaching, right from beginners to tournament players. Maybe you want to learn the game. Maybe you want to show young kids who could benefit from learning this great game. Remember that playing chess is known to develop life skills such as independent decision-making, confidence building, competitive skills, pattern recognition, abstract thinking and concentration building. All these are important as you founders would know. And what's more, if you mention the code foundersgyan while enrolling into Bangalore Chess Academy, you will get 30% off on all their services. Now let's get on with the show, shall we? Varun, welcome to the show, super excited to be speaking with you today. A quick brief on Varun, is the CEO and founder of Jobspire.net, a platform that aims to make it easier for startups and employees to connect with each other. Varun is an old and in the IT industry, having been developer, designer, product manager for many projects, as well as having been the CEO of Sizer, that is SIZR, a web, dev- web product development company. Varun, great to meet you and thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge, wisdom and time with our listeners. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show. No problem. Anytime. Okay, Varun, can you fill in the blanks from the intro about your journey before job Did I get everything? Uh, Is there additional things you'd like to say? Well, there's a great story if you'd like to listen to it. Yeah, of course. Definitely. So, I think when I was
1: in college, this was when I was 18, I think 19, I met a few friends. Actually, one of them is still working in the car. and uh, we wanted to start a company. Right? We didn't know what we wanted to do, but we wanted to start a company. So uh, what we kind of did was um, we were we uh, started selling T-shirts, mm-hmm. and we called it Sizer Studios. And we we targeted our class first, and we made quite a bit of money. We made I think thousand 20, rupees off that uh, T-shirt Once the other classes, and this was in Manipal Institute of Technology, once the other classes kind of saw that uh, you know we were making T-shirts, they said you know make us some. So, we started making t-shirts for a lot of people, for a lot of different classes. Uh, in fact, at the uh, tech event for uh, MIT, it's called Tech Pathwa, um, <clears throat> we sold over a thousand t-shirts. Wow. Right? And uh, for students, it's a lot of money to make. And I, I remember we even lost about twenty twenty-five thousand 25000 rupees and just I think, fell down or something like that. Someone got very lucky that day. Um, but then we kind of understood that... the. The, the effort involved in kind of putting together t-shirts is a lot right the, and the reward the amount of money you make and not just the amount of money it's distribution uh, printer might make a mistake so we just said how do we escape all of this but still you know keep the creative passion flowing so we started making websites which is to me it was almost the same thing because you put you have something in your mind you put it on a t-shirt you put it on a website it's the same thing so we uh, kind of put this uh, stuff on a website and we st- I remember the first project I worked on I got that project from Odesk and I'd learned HTML, CSS, and all the you know tech stuff by myself. Um, what I kind of uh, I, I think I worked three weeks for this project, and I got paid a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? Um, then by the end of it, within within two years, me, Karthik, all of us started developing. By the end of it, I was making hundred dollars an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it was a great journey, but um, we I, I kind of realized that this is not what I want to do. I mean. Building things for other people is fun. i worked with some great teams across the world. Um, in fact, I was I worked for a male gym competitor. <coughs> I worked for uh, Purdue University. But it gets repetitive and, and more importantly, you're building someone else's dream. So I said, what's the most challenging thing I can do? And I realized, okay, running my own company on a large scale, running a product. Because the thing with products versus services, services, you'll always survive, right? With products, it's always hit and miss and it's always a challenge. So I said, let's, let's do products. And I spoke to Karthik and he said, yeah, what is a field, you know, we should revolutionize? And I said, let's do hiring because nobody's done it. Not the, it's been a few years. So they've been out for about 15, 16 years now. So I said, how do we, uh, you know, build a new platform that people will
0: actually use? And before you know it, I'm here talking to you. <laughs> okay, great. That's a great story. Now, so explain in a few sentences what is JobsPyre.net mm-hmm. and... Uh, I think you kind of touched on this but can you talk a bit more about how you got the idea for this okay so um,
1: uh, we wanted to connect startups and uh, employees in fact uh, we saw the Infosys in the Wipro and how they were you know, mass recruiting and we said this is not the way you're supposed to work y'all. you're supposed to have fun when you're working so our vision in the beginning was aspire to find a job you truly love right? we were helping candidates it was a very candidate focused site we didn't even care about the employees in the beginning we said let's build the best platform for a candidate to you know, browse through different companies and find a job you really like. Um, and we'd seen sites like this in the U.S., but they're all pivoted, and we weren't sure why. Right? Mm-hmm. We said this is a good idea. Why? Why are these guys running away from it? So we built this. In fact, uh, uh, I I was at Startup Weekend in uh, I think it was Startup Launchpad in Bangalore, and uh, <coughs> Anshuman, who's the VP Product at was our mentor there, and um, yeah, we spoke about, and I said. Uh, you know, this is what we're planning to build and so on and so forth. And you know, we got a lot of advice that said, you don't do this, it's a bad idea, recruitment portals, you know, there are thousands of them, why why are you doing this again? Uh, but we, we stuck with it. We said, you know, we want to kind of give a visual de- description. We think that offices are important. We think that people are important. So so we kind of went with that mindset and we ran a test. We built a quick prototype, me, Karthik, Sandesh. We all come from a tech background. So, so we kind of put it together very fast. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, people started using the platform. So what is JobsPay's core value prop for applicants is that you get a visual directory of companies. You get to discover companies, new companies. where You wouldn't know like whether to work in startup A or startup B right. unless you've heard of them in the news a hundred times. right? Here we give the differentiation to these small uh, companies. And for the recruiters, of course, we give them um, a pipeline of top talent. And we make sure they're in a you know, well we, we vet these candidates so we make sure that there's a job spire seal of uh, these guys are good mm-hmm. so that's the, our value prop on the recruiter side of things so of course when we started we were a little different over time we've added more products now we're moving to skill trees and career graphs and so on and so forth uh, okay.
0: exciting products on the way. okay uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about the curation process mm-hmm. so how do you vet these candidates What uh, what makes candidate A the top candidate versus maybe you reject somebody can it be? What? What's the? So we, we have that?
1: we have three buckets,
0: um, or rather recruitment has three buckets.
1: The first bucket is uh, your premium guys. What we've usually seen in these guys come from an Inmobee, Flipkart, and they go to the next company. You know, they go to the Zomatos and the uh, Snapdeals, and they take a small pay package, bonus on the way. These we call these people the jumpers, right? Then there's your set of people who um, who are freshers who are coming out. They're looking for opportunities, right? Uh, they're completely fresh. Um, but the cost of a uh, bad fresh hire is low. right? Mm-hmm. Um, then there's your, your grays, which your Naukri really handles very well, uh, which is people who, you can't really put them into categories and their skill set is ambiguous right? and the resumes are ambiguous. So what we kind of decided on after a lot of work is we put down something called the human metadata index, which is a five point graph, mm-hmm. uh, which includes versatility, uh, startup exposure, corporate exposure, technical experience and, you know, startup grid, right? It's your communication skills and all that. And we kind of um, started comparing people on these traits, right? A little bit of it is algorithmic. A little bit of it, ha- the curation happens in-house. And what we've seen is this uh,
0: helps us bucket these people much more efficiently. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. I, I really like the idea of this uh, uh, algorithm and the graph that you're talking about. So that's great. Now, for our budding founders listening out there, can You You have done a lot of different startups, I would name it as startups, even though t-shirt <laughs> printing and selling may not be a startup. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are there any tips and tricks you could give for our budding uh, founders listening out there to come up with a winning idea? I think uh, the idea
1: doesn't matter as much as people kind of claim it to be. In India especially, uh, what I've seen is, we, we raised capital, we raised a round of around 1.7 crores. Uh, now we're going to be doing a series here in a little bit. Um, what what I've kind of uh, seen from my personal experience is that it's, it's, it's hard, right? it's extremely hard to do this, and The minute you have other options, you're finished. The minute you're even thinking of other options, it's, it's over. If I mean, uh, there's several periods in job phase where things were not looking so great. But we stuck through. Mm-hmm. right? And I think the most important thing for every founder to have is the ability to stick through. Whatever the toll on you, on your body, uh, on your mind is. And um, in terms of advice, I think with, in terms of the idea, um, a lot of people I mean I had some founder speak to me the other day and uh, he gave me a call and I said hey what, what's happening and he said um, I have this really great idea I want to mix Facebook and Twitter and I said you know that's it's a great idea I mean I haven't I don't know exactly what you're planning it but I think you should do some marketing research, some validation figure out people actually use this build a prototype mm-hmm. uh, before speaking to people for um, advice even a small prototype is fine he said no I think this is a brilliant, brilliant idea if I build a prototype someone will copy it Mm-hmm. thing is, in India, uh, building a small business is easy. Building a business with 10 users, 20 users is easy. The minute you want to scale, you need huge amounts of capital. It's not so easy to replicate someone else's business and say, okay, I'm, you know, this guy has a great idea, I'm going to copy it and build it up. Right. And every idea you thought of, at least 100 different people across the world have thought of it. Right. Right. Um, feasibility is uh, more dependent on execution. How you execute it, what your team is like. I could have done Jobs with a bad team, I could have done it with a good team. Right. the bad team I want have blasted two months right? right with a good team with my team today um even if the business completely fails and but completely on the wrong track we know how to pivot right, right? right. And once a founder can learn the art of pivoting don't don't hold too much give too much value to your original vision and all that because it changes over time because the market changes right. it's business not uh, this
0: thing let it drive you right but uh, don't let it um, kind of stop you from doing other things okay great now let's talk also you touched on this a little bit let's talk about this ideation to creation so maybe you can just uh, give your own example so you had this idea and what are the steps you you did okay you built this uh, mvp and uh, prototype and s- uh, saw that users started using it so uh, is that the step to follow or, or can you can you elaborate a bit more on how you scaled up your, your own business. Okay, so I'll tell you the story, JobsPad story, which I think I've written an article about. Uh, it's, it's on available on the JobsPad
1: blog. Uh, do read it. It's a very long article. Okay. Um, uh, so how it started was, we were in the seventh semester of college and we had already thought about this idea. I had a team, me, Sandesh, Karthik um, and uh, we had Rushil as well joined on the team at Mohawk. And we kind of... Uh, we'd already started building the idea we didn't have a product but we spoke to a few HR and we didn't do so much research in the beginning we just said let's build something see if it works because when you're in college you have time to waste right Right. so we said let's do it uh, I was wrong right I realized that actually in college it's harder to do a startup than if you're free because you have 7 hours of college 8 hours of college per day then to come back you have to eat you have to then uh, uh, you know, do your homework assignments. Then you have to come back and, you know, work on your startup, which is ideating, which is an immense amount of brain power to waste. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I burnt out multiple times during that period. Uh, so, so that's how we started. We put out an initial product. Nobody used our initial product. Then we applied for Microsoft Accelerator. We applied for um, uh, a lot of different startup incubators. We got one at, in Delhi. It was called Startup Tunnel. Right. so so it was led by dr Altya student and you know we, we said let's let's go let's look at these uh, let's let's see what do we have to lose mm-hmm. so in the eighth semester we ran a big scam um, you're allowed to go and work um, in a particular company right mm-hmm. college allows that so we passed this off this incubation program off as running a uh, as you know working in a working. company okay and um, uh, so so that gave us free time to work on Joshua we uh, attended the incubator we learned a lot from there uh, it helps us help us with a few investor contacts as well. Um, then, then we kind of finish building product, and and that's another advice I'd like to give. Work out of an out of an incubator or a uh, accelerator. It's it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. And and we kind of realized at this point that um, we need to build something that users want. We didn't realize this up to then, and we started mapping out customer journeys, how things should flow, uh, what real pain points are, um, where where is the problem in today's market so we kind of put all that in perspective and we start building a, a different kind of product right even now we continuously iterate if we feel that something's not working we kind of fix it right and we look at different ways to solve the same thing and after Delhi I think we spent about six months in Delhi and then we moved all the way to Bangalore mm-hmm. right and in Bangalore uh, uh, we uh, kind of raced around. Uh, we have some great investors on board um, then we put together this place and we hired a few more
0: amazing people and that's the story so far. Okay, excellent. Now let's talk a little bit more uh, about uh, something personal. Now we all hear about founders sacrificing their family times to make their ventures a success. Can you tell us a bit more about your own family and how you managed to balance business and personal time?
1: Okay, so personally, I haven't found the balance. Um, yeah, even now, I think it's if if you found the balance, uh, you should be like you would be doing really well in life. Uh, I will find the balance over time, of course. Um, I, I didn't understand the importance of work-life balance. I used to work fifteen, sixteen hours a day, and, mm-hmm. and I, because I didn't think of it as work, it was just something cool I was doing. Mm-hmm. But the minute I raised around, um, and I got like we hired some very senior people. Um, in fact, the people in our company are twice the age of. I mean, people working for us are like twice our age, and it kind of humbles you and kind of makes you understand what is important and what what's not important I went through burnout multiple times in fact uh, uh, worst thing for a founder to go through is burnout where you can't even wake up and every time I had a meal I started hypoglycemia mm-hmm. my blood sugar would drop because of the cortisol in my blood but uh, with knowledge comes power so I kind of understood what's happening I started, started meditating um, I started putting um, you know, Started prioritizing And I said that I have to spend Saturdays So here's what My daily routine Looks like mm-hmm. Then and now Then I woke up At 7 in the morning Work 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 work, work, Maybe eat a meal If I'm hungry I, I completely lost Focus on my diet As well mm-hmm. Right I did not speak To my parents Nothing None of that happened Sleep at 4 o'clock 3 hours of sleep Back on the cycle Right um, Today my routine Looks like this I wake up at 8 in the morning um, I have my breakfast I spend some time with my family. Um, I have another meal, just a small meal before uh, I come here. Then I come to the office by about 11.30, 12. I work till about 6, 7 in the evening. Um, I go for football. Like these kids I play with, um, I play for about half an hour, an hour, just exercise, right? Um, the best part about playing with kids is they, they have no expectations. For them it's about the sport. It's not about, oh, I need to do this. There's no, it's not goal-oriented play, right. which I love. Right. It's not hyper competitive uh, You have to win These are standings Because that's what I've been doing All my life mm-hmm. Competing mm-hmm. So I just play with them For half an hour 45 minutes It's just amazing And I go home Get some sleep Earlier I used to stay up uh, In the night and all that I don't do that anymore By 9.30, 10 I'm out okay. And I, re- I realized I'm, I'm 22 years old right? And most people my age Have a completely different life uh, Apart from work and for them it's you finish work so that you can go out and do things right for me it's uh, right now at least for the next one or two years of my life i need to focus on this right so these are the sacrifices that i'm making i'm okay. sacrificing
0: everything that a 20-year-old should be doing okay okay excellent excellent so we interrupt our program to bring you this important message If you like the show, do follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The link is www.facebook.com foundersgyan and twitter.com foundersgyan. Both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup. There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com slash foundersgyan and twitter.com slash foundersgyan. Uh, the next question was actually a daily ritual but you already covered that so uh, we don't need to go through that. Now Jobspire was co-founded with I am just reading out some names so correct me if I am ra- wrong it's uh, Karthik, uh, Sandesh and Mohak, yeah. right? Uh, you are all college mates mm-hmm. so how should somebody who is maybe not in college and wanting to start up fin- find co-founders? Um, I think you should um,
1: work somewhere, I, need, I think you need to build a network before you start a company. Today if, if I start a company and not known uh, investors or not known other companies beforehand it would be so hard for me to onboard. that's why uh, repeat founders and well networked people raise money very easily Mm -hmm. because they have contacts right tomorrow if i want to sell my company but there's so many options open because of the connections that i made i could make sure i go to events a lot of people say events are useless they are useless beyond a point today me going to an event is almost useless but back then i had to go to events i had to scavenge all these contacts today if you see our mentor we have uh, on the Varikov group on, although we don't speak uh, too much he helped us in our initial phases we have uh, Anchumani Rudra from Practo um, so all these people help and with the co-founder scenario I think uh, you need to work somewhere you need to have a network and you need to pull call on your network you need to just shoot a mail to everyone say this is what I'm building uh, would you guys be interested and in India it's, it, I think it's very important to have a co-founder it's, I, I do not think single founder companies ever work uh, of course, there has to be one founder taking the lead, being CEO, having higher equity and all that, but you need to have a team to back, back up on because sometimes that person, for sick. issues can happen. You need someone's uh, uh, backbone
0: in your support system. Okay, brilliant. Now, can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known? Could be personal, could be work. Um, personal, uh, work. Okay, so um, I used to often...
1: Uh, Ask myself what my core competency was. What what am I good at doing? And I uh, I just kept doing so many things, and I and I realized I was really good at doing all these things. But the, the I think the mainest thing for me is <coughs> I think that nobody knows about me. It's 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 actually I, I'm not the most I'm not the smartest person uh, that I've met. In fact, I, almost everyone on my team is smarter than me. Um, but I am the most um, focused. I'm not even the most hardworking. I've seen uh, there are people in my team who are more hardworking. But I'm the most focused in the sense that if I'm doing something, if I'm doing one thing, I don't do other things, right? Mm-hmm. And with JobSpire, if, if you had to ask me one quality that, that separates us from everyone else, at least the founders from everyone else, it's just focus. We said, this is the one thing we're going to do, we're not going to do anything apart from it. There, these are the spectrum of things that we can deviate to in case this first idea doesn't work. But this is this is all we're doing. And there's no other option, there's no this thing. Even if we go to 0 signups
0: sign-ups a day, we're still going to continue. And today, luckily, we do about a 1000 signups sign-ups a day. Okay brilliant now what's the best advice that somebody has given you or alternatively best advice you have heard and uh, you try to follow um, I think um, it's uh, the, I don't
1: remember his name I think it was Kunal Shah of Recharge where I read a, read a quote by him on Twitter and he said uh, in the beginning uh, 100% of your battles are external Right over a period of time, fifty percent is internal, fifty percent external. Right, and I think this is great advice because in the beginning, your core team, everyone's very passionate about the product. The minute you start onboarding other people, they come with other intentions, and of course, you have to maintain your own uh, kind of mindset as well. Uh, in fact, uh, there's this one article where I'd, um, I read about uh, getting getting your daily fix of dopamine. Mm-hmm. Right, so basically, your brain signals. The, your your brain has two neurotransmitters. that actually, has three, but. Purpose of discussion: there's dopamine, the serotonin. Right, serotonin um, is kind of your happiness, uh, this thing, contentness. So when you're content, um, your serotonin levels are high, and dopamine is desire. And the two, um, uh, both these chemicals work in contradiction to each other. When you have, when you're content, you don't have too many desires. When you have a lot of desires, you never, you never stay content, right? right. What I realized is to maintain your internal kind of um, uh, frame of mind, you have to balance these chemicals. You have to. Although I'm not, I've read a lot about this. Um, what I've personally noticed is you need to make sure you meditate you need to make sure that external events don't influence you so much because irrespective of how strong you are mentally right? Um, things, external world always changes there's always a crisis happening everyday at a startup mm-hmm. right? it, it's rare for me to go uh, you know, to work and there's no problems and it's a smooth day right. it's always a problem and you need to be able to maintain your internal calm and composure and never take this seriously I think people who take startups too seriously and say oh my idea this is the best idea in the world Um, You know, I'm gonna put the next 20 years of my life to it. Those are the ones who often end up failing. Right. Right. Mostly other guys, like Elon Musk, they just like, I mean, this is personal, this thing. They just say, okay, let me go and do this. Of course, you need to have a passion. Right. Right. Because that helps you stick, Mm -hmm. right? But lack of seriousness helps you a little bit uh, because the insensitivity
0: kind of helps you stay on track. Otherwise, you get distracted by everyone saying a lot of things. Okay. Brilliant, brilliant. So, I, I really like this uh, uh, and you are a very young young founder and uh, uh, you are giving some real great gems of wisdom, so thank you for that. Now I just want to ask, just deviate slightly, uh, you mentioned meditation a few times, mm-hmm. so uh, do you still meditate on a daily basis or, or, or what, do you, what do you do on, on that? Um, there's this book called Flow, mm-hmm. I don't remember the author
1: again, but uh, okay. your brain ruminates, like mm-hmm. when you think about things. Uh, your brain performs an action called rumination You're, mm-hmm. you're thinking about things You're sifting through uh, positive emotions negative emotions. You're reacting to those emotions mm-hmm. Because your blood pressure will rise When you think of a bad you know, thought And the advantage of meditation At least the kind of meditation that I do um, It's called mindfulness meditation Where basically you, you non-judgmentally view your thoughts mm-hmm. It's an extremely hard skill to master mm-hmm. But you don't need to just meditate You just have to be in flow When you play, when you're focused on the ball mm-hmm. That's why I love uh, football I used to go to the gym earlier um, and I used to focus on the eye right now I focus on the ball when I'm playing uh, this thing. whatever you are doing, just focus on one thing right did you just scare me earlier because you know if I'm focusing on this thing what if I lose track of everything else right. I realize that's how work happens you have to keep track of everything else your mind should be open right but um, in meditation or whatever you're doing uh, if you're playing if you're gaming whatever it is stay focused
0: on one thing okay right? you need to have a good balance of being focused and being um, this thing okay Excellent. Now, startups come with a lot of pressure. So, can you give us some tips on how we can handle pressure when things aren't going well? I think first thing is to stop um, you know,
1: taking startups so seriously. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's um, I mean, the minute you start taking a startup very seriously, uh, you kind of realize that uh, you're losing track of the important things in life. Um, you have to, keep, you have to be able to, you know, set multiple perspectives in life, kind of keep switching between them. Right. For example, when, when things are going really badly, you you have to uh, you know humor yourself and say I'm, I'm a monkey on a uh, you know spinning disc in the middle of space and change your perspective. Just to say that this is a small issue. Right. Right. And sometimes when there are really small issues that you need to tackle, you need to magnify them. Right. For example, when I speak to my employees and there's something I really want done. For example, Saturday reports. Right. If my reports are not there on my table by Saturday evening, the next day we'll have a meeting saying that you know this is this. Uh, one report feature Which is actually A very small thing Is now the biggest thing In the company And you know If you're not going To be doing this Then there are going To be issues Right um, And and that's the thing Right You have to be able To switch perspectives As well as possible How do you manage pressure um, I think you should Just not think about it Right You should have a worry time And my worry time Is 10 in the morning To 6 in the evening Apart from that I don't worry I don't think
0: about things Okay Brilliant So uh, now, can you tell us about your worst entrepreneurial moment and uh, how did you turn it around or the lessons you learned from that
1: experience? Uh, my worst entrepreneurial moment definitely has to be burnout. Um, I think the chemical name for this is adrenal fatigue mm-hmm. uh, where I was just, I, I had very bad insomnia. I used to wake up in the middle of the night with terrors and um, it, it was horrible. Uh, but, but my learning from it is of course, need eight, eight hours of sleep. Um, you need to stop thinking, ruminating over things which you cannot control. Just, just focus on things you can control. That's it. Okay, right. And I used to make up with night terrors, add uh, hyperventilation attacks. It was really bad. It was my body failing me. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but I've got back on track now, and and uh, there is hope for people who are going through the same thing. In fact, I I plan to write a blog post about how I fixed it. Okay. How people can as well.
0: Okay. Excellent. Uh, so that would be blog.jobspire.net uh, dot, dot dot yeah, We will put that in the show notes so that people can uh, read uh, about the blogs that uh, your your empl- yourself and your employees produce Now what is the revenue model of JobSpire and what is the future that you envision for your company? Alright, So the revenue model today is pay per hire mm-hmm. uh,
1: you make per hire and then you pay a 7% of the CPC Of course in the future we move to subscription
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, companies can pay for the, the, the regular job board is free uh, but the premium talent board, um, we, we charge subscription because we're curating these candidates mm-hmm. and uh, so on and so forth. And uh, mm-hmm. in the future, of course, the, what we envision is we want to be, we don't want to be just a job sport. Right? Today we are, we give value to about 3-4% to of the traffic that comes to our platform, which is in line in tune with every other job board in the, in the world. But what we want to become is a career graph, we want to help people with skill sets. Tomorrow if you're looking for how do I become a sales expert, mm-hmm. everything in one place. Right. Um, we want to build out a CV maker, so on and so forth. So, we want to bundle all these things, put them together, and kind of build a recruitment ecosystem. Not on the lines of LinkedIn, mm-hmm. uh, but on the lines of how do I figure myself out? How do I figure my, my career? LinkedIn is more about one to one
0: connections and right. messaging and so on and so forth. Okay, brilliant. Uh, we just have a few more questions Okay, uh, so can you recommend any books or resources for a Um
1: I think first one is Flow, uh, the other one is I think, Super Genes by uh, Deepak Chopra mm-hmm. um, I was just reading it as soon as you came around. in fact the book is about um, how genes can be switched on and off, uh, mm-hmm. if you have a gene for di- diabetes or uh, um, any other disease <laughs> um, you can kind of switch it on and off depending on how you live your lifestyle um, there's also It's not a book It's a course on Coursera It's uh, s- Social uh, uh, Psychology Okay uh, By Wesleyan University Okay It's one of the best um, Kind of courses I've gone through It helped me understand Get a basic um, Idea of how psychology works And how people work Right And I Another thing that I would recommend Is people to You know Kind of use a uh, Plugin that blocks negative news I don't watch the news Okay Right uh, Reasoning being Is just by default, when is the last time you heard positive news? Right. Right, on, on a TV channel or um, anywhere online. Mm-hmm. Right? It's very rare and the only kind of positive news is comedy or parodies. Right. Right, so I kind of avoid all sorts of news. I don't use social media that actively these days because it's just horrible. Okay. Um, uh, in terms of other reasons, this, this is a really good book, book called You Are Not So
0: Smart. Right. It's by... Um, um, it's a really big title, right? It's there on my... To read list You're not so smart And why you have so many friends on Facebook yeah, it's, right? it's by uh, David McCraney And the
1: book The title is misleading It seems like a children's book But when you read it It's actually solid psychology And it kind of tells you Why you shouldn't listen to your brain And why your brain Plays tricks on you a lot of times Because there's also Thinking Fast, Thinking Slow By Daniel Kahneman Very good book um, On the entrepreneur side of things The Hard Thing About Hard Things uh, Ben Horowitz um, It's a good book And I did I've read I think Startup CEO as well uh, Which kind of And, and uh, if people are Looking to raise money
0: There's a book By Brad Feld Called Venture Deals Okay That's, that's fine Okay excellent uh, These are a lot of A uh, lot more than uh, What usually people give So thanks for that uh, We will we'll link up All these books On the show notes um, And uh, Sorry for all our listeners uh, If you're wondering What's that uh, Pitter patter noise Is It's uh, uh, Varun's dog It's uh, Bring your pit uh, to office day-to-day. Um, okay. Sorry uh, about that. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's okay. So, uh, JobSpire is about 1.5 years old now. Yeah. Uh, am I right? Okay. So, but in the hindsight, if you had to do this all over again, what would you do different? Um, I would definitely have built the product later. I think I wouldn't have done
1: JobSpire if I had to do it all over again. I would do this when I was a little older, 23.4. 20, Reason is because I missed out on my um on my 22's, 21's 22's because of job span. Of course, the fame, the the kind of adulation, the inspiration, we uh, we did a research the other day about how many people are blog posts plus our platform is impacted and we reached over a million.
0: Mm. Right. Wow. So That's it's a huge
1: great. responsibility and a task for someone who's 21, 22 to handle. Because you you're also figuring out your life at this point. Right. right. And for most people, they're still figuring out their careers, in fact, um, Every second day, I get a job offer of 50, 60 lakhs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 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 amazing, but you're not working for the money at this point in life, uh, right? So, so so I might have done it a little later. But apart from that, I, I don't think... The, the problem with starting a company a little later is finding co-founders. Right. right. So, that's that's another issue. My team worked with me for a full one year before we raise money. Right. Right, for free. Right. So You can't find that
0: out of college. Yeah, okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so, how can our listeners get in touch with you? What is the best way to reach out to you? Um, for professional queries,
1: I mean, for JobsPy related, you can contact me at Uh For personal queries, I have a website, uh, varunmaya.com. You can just contact me at hello at varunmaya.com.
0: Okay, excellent. Now, I just have one final question, but uh, before we, we go to that question, I just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners. Uh, I'm also very grateful for the value you're adding into the world by means of your startup. And so with that, we'll move on to the final question. Sure. So if there's one gyan that you could give our would-be founders, what would that be? Would-be founders?
1: It would be to discount your idea. Just just focus on being an entrepreneur. Don't don't focus on, on this is what I want to solve, this is what I want to create. Um, because focus on being an entrepreneur. There's, there's a very, very good thousand slide presentation by... Um, a man named Ryan Alice mm-hmm. R-Y-A-N-A-L-L-I-S uh, It's about life lessons I learned from, I think, my 20s or something. He's also a very young entrepreneur He started a company called iContact um, He was doing a million dollars in sales revenue by When he was 21 20. And he wrote, he wrote a thousand slide presentation right? And I think it's one of the most inspirational things I've read What I've seen is motivation is like having a bath You need to keep motivating yourself every day The minute you run out of it, your energy runs dry Right So uh, Stay motivated and, and be Focused on being an entrepreneur And not on This is what I want to do This is This is my idea okay. Forget that. that That changes over time Okay And the most stakeholders You kind of bring on we have So many stakeholders We have investors We have employees you realize that you have the control in your own company starts receding. And it's a good thing. Because the more control you have, the more responsibility you have. Right. right. When you have slightly less responsibility, you become more creative again. When you have too much responsibility, you play this very conservatively. Right. So, And I don't
0: think that's how startups are meant to be played. Okay. Brilliant advice, uh, Varun. I, I really like it. So, thank you very much for your time. And it was a real pleasure chatting with you. And wish you continued success in your future. Interest. Thank you. There you have it, folks. Another inspiring startup and the story behind it. I do hope you enjoyed this as much as we did in putting this together. Do check out the show notes at www.foundersgan.com/ep24 and share it with your friends. Who knows, one of them could be inspired by this and create a startup. Also do subscribe to the show via iTunes, RSS and Stitcher Radio. These links are all available at foundersgan.com/ep24. A review would be much appreciated. Also, do check out the previous shows over at foundersgyan.com. There are some great startups and founders featured on the podcast, on the show. I'll see you all next week with yet another startup and its founder. Until then, you know what the show was meant to do. I do hope you got inspired and take action today on your own startup. Thanks again for tuning in and have a great week ahead.